welcome back to a Clubfoot Mom podcast. I'm your host and fellow Clubfoot Mom, Maureen Hoff. Today's episode is going to be a little bit different because I'm not talking about a specific Clubfoot topic, but more of a general topic that really deals with motherhood and how the Clubfoot treatment can impact that. I'm actually piggybacking a little bit off of another uh, podcast that I recently listened to. It's from Glennon Doyle. It's the podcast that's called We Can Do Hard Things. Glennon Doyle is the best-selling author of the book Untamed. And she started the podcast with her sister and now her wife, Abby Wambach. And I was listening to an episode recently that was about the overwhelm that mothers specifically feel and that women and wives feel in their day-to-day life and just the amount of responsibility and pressure that are placed on our shoulders or that we shoulder the burden of just naturally. And I wanted just to talk about that and then also how that relates to my experience with clubfoot treatment. One of the things that I love about their podcast, I'm actually, honestly, this is really funny to say this because I do a podcast, but I'm actually not really a podcast person. I don't know. There's something about the auditory aspect of it, and I can't listen and multitask at the same time. So I'm much more of like a visual reader. But This podcast, the We Can Do Hard Things, seems to resonate with me, and I think one of the biggest reasons is because they have this thing where they call it Q&A, but it's not really Q&A. It's like questions and responses. Like, they don't pretend to have any answers for you, and they really are just speaking through their experience, and that's one of the models that I really love because the truth is I don't really have answers for anything. I have my experience and my responses to people's questions, but I don't know your exact situation and I'm not you. So I can't give you answers. I love to be able to kind of lead through my experience to give, I guess, quote unquote guidance, but I don't pretend to, or even want to pretend to give you guys answers to your questions. Um, I can tell you about the research that I've done. I can tell you about the experiences that I've had with my doctors. I can tell you about the emotional impacts that my journey has had on me, but those are all deeply personal and come from a very vulnerable place within me and doesn't necessarily have to resonate what, what, with what's going on with you. So I think that's important for this podcast in general because this is a topic that really weighs on my heart a lot because I do feel a lot of day-to-day overwhelm and my daughter's clubfoot treatment really enhanced that. Um, It really tapped into a part of my brain and my emotional journey that led to a lot of overwhelm and stress that I didn't have with my older two. And I think that it's important that we talk about it and that we process it and 
work through it as much as we can. I don't know if you really can work through things. I don't know if I'm a huge believer in that phrase, but I do think acknowledging where you are and what your emotions are at is really powerful towards your own personal growth. At least it has been for me. I think the more that I am able to really sit with the things that I am feeling, so whether that's stress or in anxiety and know, okay, where is this kind of being fueled from and what are the things that I know are fueling it and what are some things that I can do to kind of, I don't know, put water on the flame instead of gas to the flame, right? So I think that it's really interesting when they talk about just the day-to-day responsibility that women naturally carry. And when my cutie was diagnosed, I was working part-time. I think I've talked about this on an earlier podcast, but I was working part-time in a job that I actually really loved. And I ended up quitting my job when she was born just because the treatment was so intensive. And I had other family members that were going through extenuating circumstances that I no longer had the child care that I had prior to her being born. So we had made the decision for me to stay at home full time. And I think this just elevated my feelings of responsibility within the household and within the care. And then also it correlated with her treatment. I felt that I was solely responsible for doing all the research about what the Ponsetti method was, choosing her doctor, making sure that all the appointments were scheduled correctly. Then when we decided to switch doctors, I felt like it was my responsibility to book the appointments and coordinate all the travel and be the one that traveled with her. So I just felt like not only had my role switched from being working part-time to now being a full-time stay-at-home mom. But then I also had this very intense experience of now having a child with a medical difference who was going through treatment at such a young age. And I was responsible for it all. Like I had two older girls that were home. My daughter was born in April of 2018. So we were right So by the time she was done with casting and the tenotomy, we were in summer. So full-blown summer, meaning all of my kids were at home full-time. There were no day camps. There was no babysitter. There was no nanny. It was just me and my three kids. My cutie was almost, I mean, she was just, I wasn't going to say inconsolable because she wasn't. It was more, she was like, I guess what you'd say colicky. She was just very cranky all the time. She was super high maintenance. I couldn't calm her down. And she was very specific in what she wanted. But also I could never fully gauge what it was that she actually needed. But So I had this very high maintenance child who was in 23-hour boots and bar and and was very struggling nursing. That was a big part of our story was that nursing with her was really difficult. And I don't think that I acknowledge enough how much that impacted how difficult the clubfoot treatment was because I felt so much pressure to make sure that 
nursing and breastfeeding worked for us because I wanted a way to be able to self-soothe her, to like provide that comfort. But nursing was oh so hard and so painful for weeks on end. And I tried everything. I went to so many different feeding courses and I could not, we just really, the reality was she just needed to get bigger. And when she finally was able to latch correctly, the damage had been done to me. And she never ended up taking a bottle after that. So then that meant I had 18 months of full-on breastfeeding only and very little time for me to be able to leave her for an extended period of time. So that just added to my responsibility too. So that feeling of the nursing not going great and trying everything to make it happen and then So I had this difficult baby. Um, It was challenging. And then I had my older two girls, which were who were at home and trying to figure out what can I do to keep them entertained and keep them happy and to make sure that they still had a great summer. And the reality was, I don't think that it really went that well. And on top of that, trying to find self-care and do anything for myself. And my husband was working full-time. So he was gone from 8 a.m. to 5, at least 5 p.m. every day. And I was at home with the kids with very little break. And my older two, my specifically my older one, really struggled leaving me for any period of time. And I think that was... Um, a emotional response on her and to just my emotional journey of what was happening with her sister and with her mom. Like she could feel my anxiety and she didn't want to leave me even to go get ice cream with her grandma. Like she just was unwilling. So it was this constant feeling that I needed to care for everybody. And I just had zero capacity for anything else in my life. And I started to feel a lot of resentment towards my husband about the fact that I felt like our responsibility levels were just so different. Like my overwhelm with having the kids and giving up a job that I love to stay home with the kids and be a full-time mom just started to really eat away at me. And I struggled with really finding my personal purpose. I felt like I only existed in relation to everyone else around me. I was a wife and a mother and a sister and a daughter and a friend, but I didn't know what my own personal identity was within all of that. And that coupled with this intense pressure to make sure that I was caring for everybody and meeting everybody's needs all the time, plus then trying to, I don't know, somehow care for myself, led to this extreme burnout. And I didn't, but I didn't know what to do about it. And to tell you the truth, I still don't necessarily know what I did to pull myself out of that, I think a big part of it for me was starting to write the book. I kind of 
found an outlet for that was just about me. Whether that became anything or not, it was just a way for me to have a creative outlet for myself. It wasn't something that I was like, oh, this is a dream of mine to be an author and to write a book and to be a published author. I just never, that wasn't in my wildest dreams even. It was just something that I felt called to do. And I think part of that was because of this huge combination of a loss of my personal identity and the extreme overwhelm and responsibility that I felt caring for my family while having a husband who, you know, is a in the corporate world and worked long and hard hours for his family. And I don't want to diminish his role because it is really important. And I also think that he's, he doesn't get enough credit for the amount of support that he does give us sometimes. And just because our roles are different, they're definitely not equal. Like, I think that part was hard for me is the fair versus equal. And I talk to my girls about this a lot. It's like, Things are fair, but that doesn't mean equal. That doesn't mean that we're all doing the same thing and that's what makes things fair. It's more about we all have our roles to play and they're all going to look slightly different. So there's no way for us to be exactly equal. And But while I was in the midst of all of this intense medical treatment for her, I lost that and it didn't matter to me. It just, all I could see was that it wasn't equal and that I was responsible for everything. And that was so stress inducing and overwhelming for me that it made it even more difficult for me to, um, I don't know, just keep moving forward. Um, So I think it's just important to acknowledge our own personal journeys that we go through. And it's one of the things that I love talking to other moms about and feel passionate connecting with other moms, not just clubfoot moms, but any moms that have children that have big differences that lead to long-term treatment process that then impacts their life so much and how that journey then impacts your own personal growth journey. And I don't really think that there's necessarily like a call to action to this podcast or maybe even a purpose. It's more just something that I wanted to talk about because I think that it's real and I think that it is a struggle for a lot of moms out there and the pressure to do everything for everybody is real and then also do it with grace and patience and gratitude and I should feel so grateful for the life that I have and while I do that also doesn't diminish that I also have my own feelings about it and that I do struggle and that I have challenges that I have to acknowledge in order to move forward. Um, So if you're out there and you're a mom and you're listening to this and you're thinking, 
oh man, like I just, the amount of responsibility I have in my day-to-day life just to keep my life running, like I feel you and I see you and I hope that um, the work that I'm doing helps you find some comfort in the fact that you're not alone and that while I don't have any answers for your life specifically, um, I definitely am here to be a witness to your guys's experience in your journeys. And I encourage you to take notice and do the things in your life that you do to note it, to tap into that, into your own emotional process. For me, that really meant writing and I I didn't ever think that that would be something but it ended up being something so try things and see what happens see what where you feel drawn to kind of explore your process and if you feel like it you can send me a message about it because I'd love to hear from you guys and what your experience has been like So as always, thanks so much for listening. And I know this episode was different, but I hope you enjoyed it or found some sort of comfort or solace in the fact that you're not alone out there. And if you need to contact me directly, you can do throw up my do so at my website at maureenhoff.com or my Instagram account at Clubfoot Chronicles Mom. Until next time.